boys and girls, and welcome to Treasures from the Bible. I'm Joey, and today we're going to talk about the end of the world. So grab your Bible and a friend and come on and join us. It was a very quiet night in the countryside of New Garden, except for the sounds of crickets chirping and frogs croaking. The sky was full of stars, and the full moon was yellow. Wolfgang, Joey, and Rudy were on the top of the G's house, looking through their very own telescopes. Look, a shooting star! Where? Those stars always shoot by when I'm not looking. I can see Orion's belt. It makes me think of the scripture in Job that says, Can't stop on the sweet influences of Pleiades or loose the bands of Orion. Wow, I didn't know that the Bible speaks about constellations. There's another verse in Job that says, Which maketh Arcturus, Orion, and Pleiades in the chambers of the south. I almost forgot that the book of Amos also talks about Orion. Amos 5 verse 8 says, See him that maketh the seven stars and Orion, and turneth the shadow of death into the morning, and maketh the day dark with night, that calleth for the waters of the sea, and poureth them out upon the face of the earth. The Lord is his name. The three boys had a wonderful night gazing in awe at the great heavens and talking about the scriptures. As the hours went by, the boys grew very weary, so they pitched a tent in the G's backyard and furnished it with sleeping bags and very warm blankets. They also brought in their Bibles and a kerosene lamp. Even though the boys were very tired, they decided to light the lamp and read from God's Word. Wolfie and Rudy laid down on their sleeping bags and listened as Joey read from the Bible. 2 Peter chapter 3 This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets, and of the commandment of us the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last day scoffers, walking after their own lust, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now, by the same word, are kept in store, 
reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but his long-suffering to us were not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him, in peace, without spot, and blameless, and account that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, hath written unto you, as also in all his epistles speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest, as they do also the other scriptures unto their own destruction. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, beware lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. But grow in grace, and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. That was Second Peter chapter 3. I don't know, guys. Do you really think this is going to happen anytime soon? Well, believers have found a lot of information in the Bible. The boy started to get very sleepy. Rudy could barely keep his eyes open. As he started to doze off, he noticed the kerosene lamp out of the corner of his eye, but was just too tired to get up and put out the small flame. Around midnight... Wolfie kicked the lamp with his feet during a horrible nightmare. The extra blankets caught on fire and spread rapidly to the sleeping bags. All three boys suddenly awoke and hastily ripped the sleeping bags from off of them. Rudy immediately reached for his pocket knife and slit the backside of the tent, and the three boys escaped by the skin of their teeth and started running toward the house. Looking back, Rudy saw that the whole tent was now on fire. Wolfie, run and turn the hose on. Joey, grab the hose and be ready. I'm going to call the fire department and wake up my grandparents.
While the boys attempted to put out the fire with the garden hose in the pitch-black night, Rudy ran inside and woke up Mr. and Mrs. G. Mrs. G dialed 911 while Mr. G, still in his pajamas, and Rudy grabbed a couple of fire extinguishers to take outside. They joined Joey and Wolfgang, who were fighting the flames with all of their might. Mr. G looked worried as he saw the untamed fire had now spread to the trees in their wooded yard, and he asked the Lord for mercy and protection as all four of them worked furiously to quench the fire that had begun to engulf the woods surrounding the G's home. Then they heard the sirens. The firemen are coming! Keep working! We're gaining ground! Don't stop! boys kept working until the fire truck arrived on the scene. Firemen jumped out of the vehicle and took over. After one long hour that seemed to never end, the fire was finally put out. Then the fire chief asked, The first thing I want to know is, who does this house belong to? Um, I live here, sir. How did this fire start? I have no idea, chief. Maybe the boys can answer that. Ah, it's completely my fault. All three of us were reading the Bible together in our tent while using our kerosene lamp for light. And we all fell asleep in our sleeping bags. But I should have... You should have what? I was so tired that I didn't want to get out of bed and put out the small flame that was burning in the kerosene lamp. Somehow, one of us must have kicked it over in our sleep. I was being lazy, and it's all my fault since I'm the oldest. Boys, these things happen from time to time. You just need to remember to be extra careful when it comes to handling fire. You could have been killed. Remember, one little match can turn into a roaring inferno. After the chief finished his conversation, all three boys took showers and put on their pajamas. Mrs. G gave the boys hot chocolate and banana bread and sent them to bed. The next morning, after the boys ate breakfast, they sat down in the G's living room. The boys were studying Second Peter 3 by themselves. Wolfie said, Did you notice what verse 10 says? Yes, it says, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Think about what this verse is saying. The vast heavens that we're looking at last night are going to be burnt up with fire on the last day. I can't help but think of our tent that caught on fire. Yeah, I know. I still feel bad about the fire. When I think about the world coming to an end, I get so scared. Let me read verses 11 through 12. The Bible says, Singing then, that all these things shall be dissolved. What manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat? As the boys reflected on the verses, Mr. G's granddaughter, Maria, read the words to That Day of Wrath. 
That day of wrath, that dreadful day, when heaven and earth shall pass away. What power shall be the sinner's stay? How shall he meet that dreadful day? Oh, on that day, that wrathful day, when man to judgment waits from clay, be thou the trembling sinner's stay, though heaven and earth shall pass away. We hope you enjoyed our program today. If you have any questions or comments, or if you'd like a free audio CD of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible and outreach at Bible Ministries International and Care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621 USA. Today's program is titled, The End of the World. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!